Salutations. This is the opening orchestral score from The Goonies, which was not not that great. I liked it. It was basically Indiana Jones for kids. They made it in the 80s. Oh, we got this Indiana Jones guy, and he's a normal character. Let's do one for kids. And uh, it was fun. It was a fine movie. What did Steven Spielberg direct it? Uh, but that was one of my favorite orchestral opening scores. And the... Uh, what do you call it? Filmatography? Where, um, it, it, what is it? It starts, yeah, it's a car chase. The, the Italian family mobsters, they, um, what, they spring one of their sons from jail and they had it timed down to where they'd enter an off road truck race and the kids are watching the stuff go by and Chunk splatters his, uh, his milk shape up against the, the, uh, Window of the shop. Anyway, it's a charming movie. If you got like little kids, it's it's worth it. A young Charles, not Gordon. Josh Bo- Bolin, Borland, Brolin. A young Josh Brolin at the age of fourteen or fifteen was in that. So uh, anyway, it is the Clary Podcast. It's cold. It's miserable. Winter is definitely here. Um, and it came. It was the worst type. It was nice and humid. Then it started just snowing a lot. And that's because the cold front was coming in, so it got all wet and moist and watery, and then it dropped to 12 degrees, 13, so now it's just ice. The roads are all ice, it's gray, and we probably won't see the concrete for another four to five months. Um, just if, Once you get that packed snow, it's over, it's hard to, you gotta get salt, and they don't salt a lot anymore. We're not as bad as Colorado. Colorado, oh my gosh, I've almost gotten in accidents out there in winter. I'm thinking because I know how to. I'm Eric. I know how to drive in winter. I know how to drive in the snow. Last time I was in Colorado in winter, I'm just like going right through intersections because they don't put any salt or sand down. I hit the brakes. The cars not stop. I'm like, what the hell? I got snow tires. I'm Eric Clary. What's going on? I talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't use salt here. It's like oh. So I guess the town is just what you guys are totally screwed until the sun melts away, which happens in Denver. Denver's warm and. Humid enough, I guess, not humid, uh, temperate enough uh, that it will melt. Minnesota doesn't happen. It does not happen. Some people are very meticulous and die hard about maintaining their sidewalks. Like, they will use as much salt as necessary. Uh, they will trim away every every flake of snow so they see that concrete, which I could kind of understand. But I just don't have that time and work ethic in me. But, uh, anyway, uh... The old captain, the to-do list keeps getting longer, and I'm falling behind. I uh, I may end up hiring a professional asshole to be my assistant asshole. Don't send me apples. Don't. Don't. I, I, get, I just, I laugh at you. Not with you. I laugh at you. I'm 19 years old, and I'm a prick. Hey, can I work for you? I have one kid. At, what was it? He was like, oh, and I won't do anything without getting paid because I'm an asshole. It's like, yeah, you, you really don't understand how this thing works, do you? <laughs> 19 years old, you're going to give advice. Okay. <laughs> uh, dude, are you taking on an intern? I'm like, no. I already have people in mind that I would hire. You've met some of them before. I have the great Matt Baldoni sub for me. We uh, have uh, Chad Elkins at ElkinsCPA.com, by the way, who uh, handles all my accounting questions. Uh, but that's the problem. Is any any of these assholes that I know, 
they're all busy with their own career. Shoot, Matt just got off a tour. I think it was a three-month tour. Elkins got a CPA thing. Every, everybody I know, one guy I know, he's a Chicago cop, uh, Marine. Uh, he ain't got time. No one's got, all the really good accomplished men are good accomplished men. I'm like, I can't, I can't match this. I got to make some money off of it. You're already making way too much. You're doing two things at a time right now. And uh, with overtime pay that you get through the union, I can't match that. And it's, uh, I may get an old man to do something, an old man, but then they got to understand technology. I don't know how to upload these videos. What do you mean, YouTube? It's like, uh, never mind. You never realize how much you learn because you're, it's new. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, we could do this. Like when cars first came out, I'm sure people like learning the mechanics and everything because it was exciting and novel, but you didn't realize how much you're learning. Same thing with computers. You don't realize, like everyone knows how to type. I remember the day you had to take keyboarding classes. Now everybody knows how to type. Don't take keyboarding classes. But that was a skill. People went to school, and they not a full school, but women would go and be secretaries, and they'd have to do the, was it not the teleprompter? What they have over at the, uh, in the judges. Strike that from the record, Miss Johnson. Whatever they were called. But yeah, I remember there was keyboarding classes and you accuracy. And it was a skill. Trust you me, it was a skill. How many words per minute you could type? No, that's just commonplace. That's just everyone's got a computer. Everybody's got a keyboard. Nobody doesn't know how to type. <laughs> and the technology. Look, porn admitted so all you guys could learn. I, I, I'll tell you a story. I won't mention who it is. But there's this guy I know. And he wanted to find a job. And... Uh, had no clue, no clue what he was doing. I'm like, well, go to Indeed.com and look up some jobs. So he starts looking up jobs, and for whatever reason, instead of looking in Minnesota, he had it set for New York City. He's like, this one's in Albany. This is in New York City. This one's in New York City, too. I'm like, it's because his zip code is set for New York. Like, what? I'm like, change your zip code to Minneapolis and change your range to, like, 60 or 50 miles. And he still didn't know. He couldn't figure that out. It was. It became so painful, I just gave up. I'm like, how do you, at the age of, what, 30, 31, 32, how do you not know how to use the Internet? Just how? You, you have to have had. You, you must have. So then he discovers Tinder. And he managed to master that lickety-split. He had no problems. If, it, if there was pussy at the end of it, if he could get laid, every guy figures it out really quickly. You all become Bill Gates and Computer G. You'll figure it out if there's a little bit of play at the end of it. But a job or money, I don't want. Oh, this is too hard. Can't figure it out. Tinder. Hey, I got there. Got this figured out in twenty seconds. It's <laughs> the same thing with asshole consulting. There's a lot that went into that that I didn't realize. Like even scripting the, uh, the correct. Uh, Oh, the, the responses, the emails I send out are, are crafted very precisely so as I can then verify whether people had paid or not. So they say, yes, please tell me what, here's the price for this, here's the price for that. If you're interested, make the corresponding payment here. You know, send the link. Also inform me when you do and also which type of response you wanted. And I'm pretty impressed for, you know, 95% of the people do that. Every once in a while, I made a payment. Well, you dipshit millennial fuck, did you tell me payment for what? And and uh, which response you would like? Oh, uh, some people don't even tell me. 
That's my favorite. They pay and they don't tell me. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden two months, hey, I paid for you. And it's like, were you going to follow my instructions and tell me when, when you paid? That's how, that's how it works. That's how the system works. That's why the prices are very low. I'm going to throw in some other people. I'm like, ah, no, I got to pay you. And, it's, and I'm not lying, not to keep talking about asshole consulting, but you got to be on it. People want to, that's one thing I kind of pride myself on. It might take me three or four days, but usually no more than five or six. If I'm, if I'm out of town or something's going on, it might take five or six. But uh, for the most part, you know, I try and turn them around within a day or two. And most people, they just, they don't have that. Like I said, they got real jobs. So nothing else is going on. It is cold. I want to stay in. It's one of those days where it's even too cold to go outside to get firewood. It's like, now I'll just turn up the heat and <laughs> I'll just pay extra heat bill. And uh, the old captain is going to get ready to get out of Dodge the winter. We had a cold November. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can't handle What is this? It's 20 degrees. I got to get out of here. Then it went up to the 50s and the 40s. That was great. And then now it just came crashing down. I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I remember why I leave. Now I remember why I leave. Have to go get the ice chiseler out. It's not a, not a shovel. Once that ice gets compacted, then you got to go chisel it up. That sucks. Um, Let's do some sponsors. Get that out of the way real quick because we have some news. Of which you guys all know. Uh, the news news uh, moves faster than I do, uh, but I don't care. Businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you guys are looking to start a business or buy a business, may I recommend you go to businessbuyeradvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in business for yourself. It's cheaper, faster, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to try to do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to sell a business at biz- buy or sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see and want to go deeper by taking the Business Buyer Advantage uh, online course, use the discount code CLARY to get yourself a special price. And I inter- uh, interviewed David, David Barnett, um, and uh, basically the whole he used to be a business broker. He knows how to value businesses, but more importantly, he's looked at enough businesses. He knows all the tricks and the ins and outs. Uh, everything from bars to fast food franchises. And what I mean ins and outs, when you look at it, like, oh, I want to get a franchise. Like, yeah, okay. But do you know that their franchise uh, contract is almost up? And that's when the company decides to drop another $150,000 of leasehold improvements on you. And you didn't know about it. And that's why they were selling the business. So please, uh, take some of uh, David's classes. Uh, he's got a lot of videos. He's got some books. And it would certainly be worth your time. If you're really seriously looking at a business, it's worth paying him a couple grand to go and investigate your business because it's better to spend a couple grand than it is cash in your 401k or your RRSP uh, to buy a money-losing operation and all of a sudden you're bankrupt and you don't have yourself no savings no more. So that's businessbuyeradvantage.com. Uh, we got the Praxi app. If you need to get in contact with me for emergency asshole consulting questions, you can Download the Praxy app, P-R-A-X-E-Y. Look for Asshole Consulting, and basically it's like FaceTime. You're allowed to contact me. Um, talk to me about whatever. I charge $2 a minute, so if you want to talk about your, your kitten snuffles, I, I really don't care. Uh, I'm making enough, but most people are using it for like, hey, I just got a job offer. Something's going on. What do you think? We chit-chat a little bit. Uh, we have the Amazon Affiliate Program. This Christmas, do all your Christmas shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You can find that by going to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. 
Look for the Amazon banner. It's off to the right. Click on that, and that will take you uh, to Amazon's site. There will be a little bit of extra code, and then anything you buy, uh, that code on the URL, you don't have to worry about it. I'm just telling you that there's extra code. Whatever you buy, get a 6 to 7% commission or cut on that. So do all your Christmas shopping. Do it now. Do it now. Uh, but then continue to do all your cr- online shopping. Not Christmas shopping. All your online shopping through the Captain's Amazon affiliate program. We got my books. Reconnaissance Man, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, and my latest essay is really more an essay. is Poor Richard's Retirement. All those books have the clarity guarantee that you will you will earn, I'd have to say, yeah, $10 what you spend on it, or 10 times what you spend on it. So if you spend, I don't know, uh, 25 bucks on the audio version of Bachelor Pad Economics, will you save $250 over the course of your life because you read that book? Absolutely. You practically make money buying and reading, gentlemen and ladies, and reading my books. So you can find those available on paperback, Kindle, and audio at Amazon.com. We got other people's books, uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's by uh, our good friend Adam Piggott, which you can visit at his site, PushingRubberDownhill.com, where he has a podcast and a blog. We have Roel Tomasi's site, TheRationalMail.com. You guys all know him. He has his latest book out called Positive Masculinity. Masculinity. That, too, would make a good Christmas gift. And what would also make another good uh, Christmas gift is another book, Niggas Ain't Gone Read, by uh, Marcus Brown, or as I like to call it, The Book Awoke for Black Folk. And then Glorious uh, Glorious Carl's Trade the Ratio. You can find that on uh, Amazon, and that teaches you how to invest in precious metals, whether you're a beginner investor, which is the beginning part of the book, like why you should invest in in precious metals. He gives the economic rationalization and reasoning for it. And then uh, if you're a little bit more advanced, uh, you already have precious metals, but you'd like to trade in and out of them. Um, He has a trading technique and a process there. Also, I got to thank, uh, what was his name, Adam? Not Adam Piggott. What was the kid's name? Uh, speaking of precious metals and all that, this guy helped me get my, my Bitcoin back. He found one of those 18 passcode recovery phrase places he had. But, oh, gosh, it just it angered me. Because what is Bitcoin up to now? It's like 12 grand or what is it now? Hang on, let's look at this. Hang on. I even wrote a little bit of an article on Bitcoin because I do find it fascinating, the technology. Not not just Bitcoin itself, but cryptocurrencies in general. Bitcoin price. Yeah, $12,750. Look at that. And I love... Um, they had um, a Nobel Prize economist saying that Bitcoin should be illegal. And I just... It, it shows you... How one, old people, and two, establishment people, whether they're economists or not, uh, either have a political incentive or they just don't know what they're talking about. They don't understand the new technology. A lot of people are comparing Bitcoin to like the dot-com bubble or the housing bubble, and they can be absolutely right. They can absolutely be absolutely right that Bitcoin is, is a bubble. It could burst tomorrow. It could not go down. But what I'm thinking is more and more the case, and it could happen. Where Bitcoin is replaced with a superior cryptocurrency, but what you're starting to realize with most of the cryptocurrencies, at least the larger ones, is I think society is starting to realize the technology behind this and the potential it has. 
Like I said, Bitcoin could be wiped out tomorrow by a superior crypto coin uh, or cryptocurrency. Uh, but the blockchain technology behind these cryptocurrencies, um, that I think has some potential. And uh, is why I always advise, um, if you can afford losing the money, you're going to assume you're going to afford to lose money. Maybe throw a grand or two into cryptocurrencies. All right? They're a pain in the ass. They're a royal pain in the ass to use. And don't you, you crypto nerds, you crypto geeks and experts, well, all you got to do is this and do this today. I was talking, or no, I wasn't talking to the great one. I was listening to the great one. And he had a Bitcoin millionaire come visit him. And he was talking about how he's like, okay, show me how this works. And so he was, he was kindly going to show the great one how you could buy Bitcoin. I think they spent the better part of two hours um, at a coffee store trying to get a Bitcoin wallet to be installed. And they, they didn't manage it. And this guy's an expert. This guy's an expert. And so I, was, I got a kick out of that. And then you guys know my trouble with Bitcoin where it's like, well, where do I put my 18... 18- Word passphrase. Oh, we don't use those anymore. We use 12. Well, what the hell? Did it just, oh, yeah, there was a fork. Ah, it just forked. Yeah, that's what happened with crypto. It just forked. What does that mean? Oh, that doesn't mean you can't use your 18 password no more. It's like, oh, that's great. So this guy, he's, a, he's an expert. Um, but yeah, that, that cryptocurrency, that's, that's real interesting stuff, not just from an economic standpoint, but the more and more I read and understand it, I'm like, boy, it's, it's got the potential to wipe out banks. Like, you just don't need banks anymore. Uh, you, you don't need a Federal Reserve. You know, it, could, it could replace all global currency with one global electronic ledger that simply keeps track of people's transactions. And that's all that it is right now. That's the other thing. Everyone thinks, like, no, I need dollars. I need yen. Have you actually seen the dollars in yen? 99.5% of your transactions, if you look at it, the volume and the amount, paying your rent, paying your mortgage, paying your taxes, you never physically hold a dollar. It's merely electronic records being exchanged that you quote-unquote have $100 at the bank and you have to pay your landlord $50. Oh, now he's got the $50 that came from your bank. Now it's on his bank. There's not actual dollars being transacted. They are records of dollars in yen and, and rubles being transacted. And since you rarely ever see the dollar, and it's more about recording value and who's paid what, you could start to see the value of blockchain technology where it's done instantaneously. Well, maybe not instantaneously. That's another problem with the they're having trouble processing these payments and transactions. But it's it's an interesting world. Anyway, I want to thank that young gentleman for helping me out. I got my Bitcoin back. And I'm gonna wait till it goes up to $186,000. Because that's how many dollars there are in the world supply of dollars per Bitcoin out there. I, it don't don't quote me on that. I'll be very impressed if it reaches $186,000. That would then then the old captain would be uh retired even earlier. Uh The Hanging Chats if you're looking for a podcast, check out The Hanging Chats podcast, search them The Hanging Chats. Uh we have the Asshole Consulting if a life improvement plan. If you need help, just go to assholeconsulting.com, but if you're a super loser, and you want to improve your life, and deep down inside you know you're just a lazy bum and you don't want to work out or apply for jobs, consider hiring me out at the Life Improvement Plan. Go to assholeconsulting.com, click on LIP, L-I-P, read through it there, and uh, I guarantee you absolutely not. I guarantee you I'll make money. I guarantee you I will make money. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast you may, it's $50 a month. Uh, Chad Elkins is one of those people, and he advertises his accounting and CPA service, which you can find at www.elkinscpa.com. 
uh, he's good. Busy season's gonna start for him pretty soon. Oh, and I gotta do that. I gotta start doing taxes. Oh, I gotta prepare. Oh, do I hate taxes? It'll just bring my box of receipts with me when I go south. It'll give me something to do. I'll be all lonely down there because all my other friends have jobs. I'll be hiking by myself, hanging out with people at night. Hey, guys, what's going on? Actually, it's kind of funny. I do hang out with this family down there. They got kids. Um, and it's kind of like being adopted a little bit. Like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? I'm like, yeah, sure I will. Hey, we're going to go watch uh, His name's not Jimmy, but uh, Jimmy's going to play baseball. You got to watch the game? Yeah, sure, I'll watch the game. So it's kind of neat. Uh, conservativebrew.com, if you like coffee but you don't like leftists, well, you're at quite the quandary, aren't you? Because most leftists, or most coffee producers, are leftists. And frankly, all the good coffee producers are leftists. Until now, conservativebrew.com, they make great coffee, and it's better than the frontrunner. Uh, of right-wing coffee, or at least not leftist coffee, and that is Black Rifle Coffee. I know a lot of you like Black Rifle Coffee. I'm not saying they're bad people, not at all. They're great, uh, good patriots and ex-military, uh, but their coffee just isn't that good. Conservativebrew.com's coffee is. So go to conservativebrew.com and order your uh, coffee from there, and do not help out leftists. We got the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. You can go to 405media.com. Check out John Grant's operation out there. He's got a bunch of different podcasters on that site. Obsidian Radio, you can find him on YouTube. Kerry Lutz's Financial Survival Network, if you want to get into banking and currency and precious metals. Silvio Canto's Canto Talk, you can find him by looking up C-A-N-T-O, Canto Talk, on Blog Talk Radio. O'Shea Jackson, our good friend out in Poland, who is, uh, the, he heads up the site Negro Manager. so if you happen to be a young black gentleman or an old black gentleman, if you happen to be black and you have a penis, go check out O'Shea's site, O'Shea Jackson on YouTube, or just check him out at negromanosphere.com. Blow, uh, BlowMeUpTom.com, Tom Lankus' show, tune in to him, he is like your father you never had. We have the Black Brigade at blackbrigade.org. Jim Fear at jimfear138.blogspot.com if you want to geek out. Uh, Rich Cooper's Entrepreneurs in Cars over on YouTube if you want to... Everything masculine and Canadian. Uh, that, would, that would basically be him. He's got a good following. He grows, uh, he's growing very fast. And Michael Kingswood's uh, Woods podcast, you can go to http colon backslash backslash podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash rss. And then we have the Safety Doc with Dr. David Paradin. You can just search Safety Doc. You'll find him on his website and his RSS feed as well. AcademicComposition.com. They do papers and resumes. They do papers per page. Uh, so if you got a paper you want to write and colleges make you take classes that have nothing to do with your degree, you might want to consider hiring Alex and his crackpot team of writing staff. They also do resumes for $100. So when you're trying to figure out what does the HR debts want, why does it you just spit it out, you can have them do your resume for $100. And they're always looking to hire, too. So if you're a good writer and you can write academic BS, or you're just good at marketing and you don't mind doing mundane tasks on the Internet with Craigslist, uh, contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. Let him know that the captain sent you. Uh, And that is it. Now, listen, man. I like the news. You guys like the news? It has been a wonderful week and a half past week. Um, As per... I don't know if you can even call it a witch hunt, because a lot of this is true. This this uh, 
It certainly is a fad and a trend where every woman is coming out of the woodwork now and making accusations of uh, inappropriate behavior to just sometimes outright sexual assault. Uh, and, and it's sometimes 40 years ago, uh, knowing the climate of fake rape accusations that preceded all this back in colleges and universities uh, and couched in the context of victimhood, professional victimhood, feminism uh, that has become... It's not, you know, I don't even know if you could call it feminism. I just would call it a, a, a hateful religion um, where you're, you're constantly looking to be offended. Uh, it has nothing to do with treating women equally or anything like that. Uh, but I, I don't know where, where you start. You got some audio. You got proof like with Harvey Weinstein. Some of this stuff is absolutely not acceptable. Absolutely not. Al Franken, smug little fucking inferior, inferior piece of shit. Oh, all that little slime ball. Yeah, you don't you don't cop the feel of a of a gal who's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't try to French make out with a gal um you know, after she's already re- re- ad- uh, refused your advances. I think even uh, were they both married? I don't know. In, in either case, uh There's some very obvious, yes, these women are legit. But then there's others where it's like, oh, really? 40 years ago this happened, huh? Really? You're not coming out to get a little bit of of fame? And where were you this entire time? Where was this rah-rah, you're going to stand up and fight? Because guys do. Real men, we don't want no creepers. We don't want uh, sexual assaulters. We don't want rapists. Although I don't know if anything's going to... We, we don't want that. We don't want that. That Women should be able to go through life. In theory, I know there should have land, but we should be aiming that women are not groped. They're not sexually assaulted in public or private. Uh, and But then at the same line, you know, like I said, I remember a long time ago I was at a party and I tried to kiss a girl and she didn't want to have anything to do with that. And that was it. I got the cheek. You know, you guys get that. Oh, the cheek. That was the worst a lot of guys, you got you. A lot of, lot of cheeks were given on doorsteps and stoops to houses after you dropped the girls off. Oh, you kissed a lot of cheek in your day. I don't know. Do you millennials even have that experience? Like you go on the first date and you try to give her a kiss and she gives you the cheek or just the dodge? Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about something that's going to galvanize you and make you tough and not necessarily sharp, but your feelings won't. It, it, it sucks the first couple of times. But after a while, like, ah, I got the cheek. Ah, yeah, she got, ah, she, she gave me the dodge. I didn't, I didn't even get the cheek. That's, you never saw him again. You're just like, once you got the cheek, like, okay, I'm not doing that again. I'm not even going to bother asking. I'll just, I'll just go away. Which is respecting their decision. They don't say, well, I really don't like you. I'm going to go on a date with you first. Maybe have you buy some free shit for me. And I'm going to give you a cheek at the end. It's like, what? Why did you? Oh, never mind. I won't bother you again. But don't tell me all these accusations are true. Don't tell me that, that there isn't a little bit of Salem witch hunt going on. Or women of today, some of them, have been so misled as to what is actually sexual harassment or what is inappropriate. A guy trying to kiss you, you know, and you tell him, no, and that's it, uh, that's all right. That's, that's how men kind of get girls. You got to, you know, asking you out on a date... <clears throat> Is not that's not sexual harassment. Now, maybe if it happens at work, and I understand the rules and all that, but I'm saying somewhere where it's very obvious with an Al Franken or Harvey Weinstein, 
where there's groping and, and lascivious behavior, uh, hounding women to come back and what was it, Louis C.K.? Even Louis C.K. admitted, he just admitted, yeah, I was jerking off in front of him. By the way, boys, masturbating in front of women, that's a not do. If you were wondering if that was in the gray area, that is not in the gray area. <clears throat> and if you don't understand why, that's all right. Just have it be a policy you don't masturbate in front of women you don't know. Uh, matter of fact, don't masturbate in front of women you do know. Just don't masturbate in front of women, period. <laughs> so anyway... In the screen where it's like, okay, that's obviously bad. Let's not do that. And I'm kind of appalled and shocked at like just how many of these, what I would say, legitimate accusations are coming out. Then there's, I was touched indecently 35 years ago. It's like, huh? Oh, Bill Cosby, uh, we, we did drugs in the 70s. Huh? The 70s, huh? The 70s, really? Is that the 70s? Now we're coming up, what, 40 years later? Not saying it's right. Not saying it didn't happen. I'm just questioning it. Where this is something that happened 40 years later. And then there's those that are just out there trying to get attention. Now, I haven't been paying attention <clears throat> to these. Because, I mean, heck, let's just look this up. I bet you there's, a new, there's so many of them every day. Accused of sexual sex that's s-e-x clear there you go sexual assault let's uh 22 hours ago yeah look melanie martinez accused of sexual assault by female accused of rape by former best friend all right so it's and women are getting i guess this is a, a gal uh 21 hours ago rb rodney anderson accused of sexual assault looks like he's a football player uh, Netflix writes Danny Masterson out of the ranch felling sexual assault. What is that? That was yesterday. Terry Crews slams former National Acquired editor. Of, okay, that was 15 hours ago. I was decided the sexual assault allegations. Uh, four more women have accused prison break actor Robert something or other. That's 21 hours ago. Colleen Conway says Trump accused of sexual assault. Uh, oh, that's Roy Miller. It's, it, what is that? In, in two days, seven more accusations. I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. But there is one. I thought it was, I thought it was a gift. I thought it was a Christmas gift that Al Franken got accused. Now, he's not going to go away. He claims Minnesota still needs him. And remember... As long as he votes the right way, he could get away with it. Because that's what these leftist people, particularly some of which are women, but there was an article written in the Star Tribune about how this <clears throat> Al Franken is fine and Leanne Tweedian's a conservative. So it's like, oh, well, we can, we can sexually assault conservative talk radio hosts. That's fine. Or if you're a leftist, you're allowed to get away with it, right? Because you girls all love Bill Clinton so much. So I thought it wouldn't get any better. I mean, Al Franken could have resigned. That would have been good. I think the next time he runs, the Minnesotans will vote him in again because they're dumber than fuck. But then there was another piece of mana, even even better, I'd say, than Al Franken. Now it's Garrison Keillor. Now, Garrison Keillor, I think most of you do know, he's he's lived in the public sector his entire life. Uh, he's written occasional books. I think that's the only private sector work he's done. But he has constantly lectured. Ever since I moved to Minnesota 25 years ago, he has constantly lectured that 
Society owes Minnesota Public Radio. Society owes the artists. They deserve more money. He deserves more money. Um, you can write... <laughs> he, he preciously wrote an article in the Chicago Tribune saying that it was over for Donald Trump, that it was, Donald Trump was done, he was through. And then all of a sudden it comes out, NPR fires Minnesota Public Radio because we have to have our own. Minnesota Public Radio fires Garrison Keillor over inappropriate behavior. Minnesota Public Radio has terminated its contracts with Garrison Keillor after it learned of allegations of inappropriate behavior by the former Prairie Home Companion host while with the show, NPR said in a statement Wednesday. Now, he retired from, I think, a year or two ago. I think he still works for NPR because I guess he just needs more taxpayer money. Keeler told the Associated Press that he was fired over a story that I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version NPR heard. He elaborated in an email to the Star Tribune, I put my hand on a woman's bare back. I meant to pat her on the back after she told me about her unhappiness, and her shirt was open and my hand went up about six inches. She recoiled, I apologize. I sent her an email of apology later, and she replied that she had forgiven me and to not think about it. We were friends. We continued to be friendly right up until her lawyer called. <laughs> and you know what? You leftist guys did it to yourselves. I Now, is this appropriate behavior? No, probably. You shouldn't have had it slide up there. Um, I don't know, was the shirt open? Was it an open back? And he put it... I, and Garrison Keeler, much as I disagree with his politics, and as ugly as the man is, and as uh, I'm kind of happy to see this happen to him, uh, I don't think this was a, a section... I, it just does. Again, we don't have all the information. But so far, based on what we got... This just sounds like someone who's, oh, we're friends, we're friends. You turn around, she'll stab you in the back. Because <laughs> now she's got to get her, po- this sounds like such a shakedown. Or maybe jumping on the bandwagon. But if you know Garrison Keeler, which, you know, most Minnesotans do, this is, he's not Al Franken. He's as ugly as Al Franken, but I don't, I, you know, I could be wrong. But the guy's 75 years old. <clears throat> he's not in President Bush senior territory were you that old and he does the David Copperfield joke? He's not a World War II vet, uh, but he's a grandpa. And I really wonder, I really wonder. And he kind of just let NPR fire him. He's just like, fine, I'm not even going to deal with this. Whatever. Fine. Fire. He's 75. He's probably on the way out. To retire. He, he doesn't care. But let me point this out, leftist gentleman. You're the ones that are all about, oh, I'm on a white knight, and oh, we got to, oh, the women are victimhood, men have privilege, and now you guys, disproportionately, I think there's that, that Roy Moore guy, although he was accused of dating 16 years old and 17 year olds and 18 year olds when he was 34, which was uh, the, leg, uh, the age of consent. Horrors of horrors, men like to date younger women, who knew that one? So there's the occasional, not leftist, but my gosh, because this hit. Hollywood, um, and NPR had somebody else that they went after. Now these these you've empowered them. They've given them a taste of blood in the water, and these girls are coming out. Some with legitimate claims, I grant you that, but a lot of them, I don't know. For for the political crusaderism that you planted in their brains, you you didn't you you, you told them you taught them about victimhood and they're oppressed 
and we need feminism and you guys are there but then then this is what happens they turn on you i'm not saying republican conservative libertarian or just simply non-leftist women uh aren't capable of this uh but i don't see him doing it i think you're you're and let's just take politics out of it let's say you're classical old school traditional woman she gave you the cheek it was 1989 and there's old nerdy clary what was i in 89 14 years old pedaled my bike out of milwaukee to go to pick up Susie q or meet her at the at the thing and i bike back and i try to give her a kiss on her stoop and she gave me the cheek and oh i think a girl a traditional girl would be like that's cute it's charming maybe it was a little bit awkward and not exactly fun but uh, that's that's not that's probably acceptable oh you're at the party and uh, a drunk aaron is talking to you he really likes it decides to go in for a kiss and you get the dodge oh the dodge oh that's bad if he didn't do it again, if he did follow, he didn't you know, put hands up shirts or anything like that, I think your traditional women are going to be like, that's okay. And I don't know what else you poor girls had to go through. I wonder if it's the awkwardness of these like 13, 14-year-old boys. I can only imagine the stories you girls have about just their horrible approaches. <laughs> I'm not talking some old experienced guy like Al Franken who's got to be, what, pushing 60? Not some old man who knows. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking that wobbly-legged, freshly-born giraffe 13-year-old boy whose voice is cracking. Um, hey, Amy, um, you want to go see uh, Die Hard with me? <laughs> They're just, just all shy and bashful. Oh, God. Sometimes they'd show up with flowers because they saw that on a movie and their mom said to do that. Oh, God. That, that, must, have been, that must have been, I think, more wincing. And I'd say awkward. I don't want to say discomforting, but painful. That must have been so painful for you girls to see these young boys just fresh out of the academy trying to figure it out and trying to approach oh my god that must have been horrible some of the lines they had years oh oh i did i did stupid stuff that in hindsight i used to be a big fan of poems i write cute little poems to a girl if i like i like hey and and not that great i like you babe i like you lots it's for you i got the hots you know uh but even then you look back at that that's kind of wince worthy you know and I'm, I'm sure the poems were not that good Matter of fact, I know the poems weren't that good. But then that brings up another question. What's it going to be 30 years from now? It, really, am I going to... Did the, some girl's going to find a poem I wrote her back in the 1990s when I was in college. I slipped her a note. And am, is she going to come out and say, Oh, Aaron wrote me this note in 1994. Then he wrote me another one because I didn't say yes or no to a date. Oh, he kept, he kept harassing me. And, and now... As Senator Clary, which I'll never run for public office, uh, I'm 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 coming out. I'm brave. I want to let her let all the other women know that we too were victims of unwanted poetry. Is it gonna go that far? That's what I want to know. Is it like there's to be no inconvenience in a woman's life? Like you're just supposed to know? Because if you go, I'd be all for it if girls asked out guys equal amounts. But you don't. You just don't. You don't even come close. You're not even on, on, on the scoreboard. 
And that's fine. That's how genetics are. I haven't stopped believing in biology and the true nature of men and women. But if, if male advances, traditional, classical, maybe not Cary Grantishly polished approaches, uh, expressions of interest in you, you know, that aren't scripted like a romantic a comedy from the 1960s. If that causes discomfort, or you're like, oh, I don't like this guy, I don't like this poem, is, is that going to be considered, not that sexual assault, but sexual harassment? And I understand not having any sexual harassment at work. I get it. You're there for work. Boys, you're there for work. You don't ask girls out at work. You just don't do that. All right? Company parties, you don't, you know, you could get drunk, but you're not flirting with anyone. You, you don't, you don't shit in your backyard. All right. <clears throat> but you know what? What? What's gonna happen? This poor kid. He wants to ask out Susie Q to the prom. Oh, uh, hey, Susie Q, would, would you go to the prom with me? And then, like, he writes her a poem. I don't know. I don't know what it, it's. What's gonna be next? What is gonna be next? Oh. Well, Keeler, this is this is what happens. Uh, although I don't trust her where it's like, oh yeah, forget it, and email the apology she accepted. But if you got that email, that might be, uh, that might be good. And then the lawyer calls. It's like, what? Keeler added, if I had a dollar for every woman who asked to take a selfie with me, who slipped an arm around me and let it drift down below the belt line, I'd have at least a hundred dollars. Uh, NPR said in its statement that it first heard allegations last month, relating to Mr. Keeler's conduct while he was responsible for the production of A Prairie Home Companion, the statement said. NPR President John McTaggart then told NPR Board Chair Dave Murphy and a special board committee was formed to provide oversight and ongoing counsel, the statement said. NPR also retained an outside law firm to review the allegations. Wow, all these resources. All these reasons. Taxpayer resources, too. The board committee concluded that terminating the Keeler relationship was the appropriate decision and the board and John are aligned in this action, Murphy said in the statement. Garrison Keeler has been an important part of growth and success of NPR. Good Lord, he's been there, what, 40 years? And all of us in the NPR community are saddened by these circumstances, said McTaggart in the statement. While we appreciate the contributions Garrison has made to NPR... And to all of public radio, we believe this decision is the right thing to do and is necessary to continue to earn the trust of our audiences, employees, and supporters of our public service. Based on what we currently know, there are no similar allegations involving other staff, the statement said. NPR will also change the show's name from a Prairie Home Companion, which is owned by Keeler. Holy cow. They're just, they're, they're purging his record. It will end distributions at broadcasts of the Writer's Almanac and rebroadcasts of the prairie, the best of a prairie home companion episodes hosted by Keeler. So, what uh, does he own those then, or does NPR? Because look, prairie home companion, you may not like Garrison Keeler's politics, but he's funny. Uh, the book he wrote called The Book of Guys uh, it had foresight way before the red pill community ever came about. Uh, prairie home companion is funny and talented. But it'd be sad that we're never going to be able to hear those again. Can you at least buy them? And the broadcaster said it will separate from the pretty good goods online category, which sells PHC merchandise and goods related to other American public media shows 
and the PrairieHome.org website. NPR and APM will closely work with public radio stations to help make the program transitions as seamless as possible. Keeler was retired as host of Prairie Home Companion last year, but continued as uh, EP and host of the Writer's Almanac. Um, Keeler commented on recent revelations of sexual harassment in Washington Post op-ed Tuesday, in which he said calls for the resignation of Senator Al Franken were purely absurd. Of course, because leftist men have the right to do this. As per Bill Clinton, leftist men should be able to get away with this. As long as you have the right politics, then you have a whole set of different rules. All right, that's it. I just want to share that. The old captain has to go. The old captain has to do asshole consulting. The old captain has to go to the gym. The old captain has to do a lot of things. Um, and uh, there's plenty of more news, but I just, I, I don't know. Uh, if you want, take my classes, the online analysis, evaluation of stocks, and then stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. Those two classes you can find by ser- simply searching the titles, the analysis, evaluation of stocks, and stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. Stocks, bonds, investing, oh my is an introductory, co- introductory course. Uh, most people like that one. They take that one because I guess it's more useful because most people are not aware of you know financial planning, investing, and retirement planning. But if you want to take a little bit more of an advanced class, the one I like more uh, is the analysis valuation of stocks. That teaches you how to read financial statements, how to read an income statement, balance sheet, cash flow statement, and then how to analyze an a, co- a country – or not country, a company – it's an economy as well, and, um, and value the stock teaches you, okay, how do you, how do you price financial assets, things like that. Uh, if you're looking to buy some gold or precious metals, silver, contact my buddy Mike at 763-657-7843. That's 763-657-7843. Uh, silver dollars make a great gift to young boys and girls. You could get the old Morgan dollars or the peace dollars if you want a little bit of history. Or just regular old U.S. Silver Eagles. Mike's got them. 763-657-7843. Let him know that Clary sent you or Captain sent you. Uh, we have my other two books, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. Those are the best of my blog. You can find those online. Betterment. If you are looking to invest, uh, you've got money, you want to invest in a 401k, may I recommend going through my robo-advisor, online affiliate program, Betterment. Uh, you can go to my site, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the banner. You'll see it to the to the right and down a little bit. It's blue, and you'll see Betterment. And then uh, basically I get a permission and a, a percentage and a cut uh, for sending people their way. Uh, if you would like, please vote, comment, subscribe, like, and share. Unfortunately, VidMe's gone. VidMe is no longer, so it's only on YouTube, but I got my social medias, and if you say, I don't want to buy anything, I don't have any use for your wares, and I've already done all my online shopping through Aaron's Amazon affiliate program, what else can I possibly do for you, Aaron? You can subscribe to me on YouTube. You can subscribe to me on Twitter. Uh, I'm on gab.ai and minds.com, uh, but you know, just share the good word. If you like a book, get books. Tell people. If you like an article, share the article. Spread it on the social internets and the medias and the Facebooks and the Insto chats. Uh, and then finally, gentlemen, check your nuts. Make sure you do not have testicular cancer. You can check in the shower. Make sure your nuts are the way they should be if they're a little bit hard or 
not normal. Uh, testicular cancer is one of the most easily curable cancers out there. You just got to fidget with your nuts, so have that checked regularly. And ladies, get your mammograms, all right? Uh, avoid breast, uh, breast cancer through early detection. Not merely donating money so people can buy pink gloves for the NFL. That does not cure or prevent or screen for cancer. You going and getting a mammogram does. Now, I know we like to bust your balls here on the old Cappy podcast, but we actually do care about you like an older brother. So, ladies, please go get your mammograms uh, checked. And when your boyfriend offers to give you one, don't know. You need a professional. You need a professional. Your boyfriend, he's lying to you. He, he's fibbing with you. So, All right, that's it. We'll see you kids later. Toodles.